Music gives a soul to the universe, wings to the mind, flight to the imagination, and life to everything. Plato. Hi everyone and welcome to Rewriting Her Story. I am Sydney, your host for today, and we have special guest DJ Charlotte. Today we'll be discussing facing the turntables of life. Hi. Hi, hello. Okay, you're okay. back. Right. So, hi, Charlotte, and welcome to our podcast, Rewriting Us for Story. Um, today, we're going to be discussing the turntables mm-hmm. and more so to face the turntables of life. So, just to start us off, who is DJ Charlotte? Who is DJ Charlotte? That's such a good question. Um. DJ Charlotte, she is a DJ. She's also a producer as of recent. And she's a person that turned a passion and a, a hobby into a career through music. Um, she has always enjoyed blending music and seeing reactions from people in parties. And she's learned to turn herself into not just a DJ or producer but also a brand and something that people can you know look at and gain confidence from particularly with younger women and upcoming female DJs nice so tell us about a typical day in your life something that you do every day well to be honest I mean, before this pandemic, I didn't really have typical days. My days varied a lot based on the time of the year. I would either be traveling or prepping for meetings when I'm in the country or focusing on, you know, recording mixtapes and stuff. But as of now, I would say my days are a lot less relaxed. I mean, a lot more relaxed, sorry. Um, I would wake up. I'm not a morning person. <laughs> Let's just be clear. Um, I would wake up and I have to have my coffee. That's 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 a must. Check emails. Um, maybe have one or two meetings. Run a couple of errands and more or less plan out the rest of the day. So I would maybe spend one or two hours practicing on my turntables or looking at what are the mixtapes I could record to put out. Also checking up on the socials, making sure that I am that I'm posting, or if I haven't posted, what I could post and stuff like that. That's basically what it's like at the moment. And radio once a week. Yeah. Yep. Um. So, at what age did you realize that you wanted to pursue music as a career? Hmm. I would say when I was in my second or third year in university so that would be around the age of 2021 which is pretty young but it was because I had taken a year off of DJing while I was in university because I needed to take time to focus on finishing my degree and to be honest the party scene and the music was a bit distracting but it also made me realize that 
this is what I really, really want to pursue because I couldn't stop thinking about being on stage and DJing. You know, I got a taste of it while I was at university. So I think around that time was when I realized, you know, I want to pursue this full time and not just as a hobby, something on the side. Yeah. Um, so what does music mean to you? Music. Music is probably one of the most important things to my life, um, my career. It's it's my escape. It's also how I express myself. I express myself best through music. Whenever I'm in, it could be a good mood, a bad mood. I could be hurt. I could be disappointed. Whatever mood I'm feeling. I express it best through music, more than words. It's my way of showing people who I am and being able to, you know, divulge into music and not just songs, but creating songs, not just playing songs, but creating music is my way of expressing myself. Nice. Um, was it difficult as a female to become a DJ or enter the music industry? Um, I would say yes and no, because yes to the fact that it's obviously a male-dominated industry, so the intimidation was real at first. Um, you know, I didn't get the best treatment starting out because as a you know as a woman in a male dominated industry men tend to um try to take advantage of the situation or of myself um i wasn't taken seriously as well like people didn't believe that i was a dj at first because i don't know they just weren't accustomed to seeing female djs i guess but no because of the fact that there were so many male djs being a female DJ was kind of something refreshing and exciting and people really started to turn heads after a point when they realized that oh she's she's a DJ like so it was easier for me to stand out but at the same time I had to um I had to prove myself a lot more than the male DJs. So yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um so when was your first big break as a DJ? First big break, I would say back in my university days. So somewhere around the year 2009, 2010, somewhere around there, I had gotten the chance to play at a nightclub uh, at the time. It's called Zen Nightclub. It's not around. Yeah no but yeah um they used to have every wednesday they used to have a night call um university wednesdays well like raw wednesdays they changed the name but it was like the most popular night out of all the nights it was when a lot of people were in the club and i got a chance to play at a prime spot um on a wednesday night and it was it was a huge huge deal to me because i've I used to club there all the time. So to go from being in the crowd to actually being on stage, you know, yeah. was was probably like, the, at the time, it was like the biggest break in my career. I think it really was the kickstart to everything. Yeah, and uh, well, 
you were going to university at the time. So how, like, what was your friend's reaction when they they heard, you know, DJ Charlotte, our friend is DJing at this club? <laughs> they were so excited. Like, they were all there. Like, they were, they were there, they were in the crowd, they were supporting me. It was a really, really, really nice to see my friends, like, in full support of it, you know? Yeah. Um... How do you aim to make a significant impact in, firstly, your your country, Trinidad and Tobago, um, the music industry, with your skills as a DJ? I look at it as making an impact, as more of a responsibility than a choice. Because I feel like when you're when you're given a certain amount of talent or influence or anything like that, I feel like it's your responsibility to give back in a positive way, make a positive impact, you know. I mean, I don't claim myself as a representative of my country, but I do try to showcase where I'm mm-hmm. from everywhere yeah. I go as much as I can and my way of doing that as a DJ would be to you know play soca music or to always speak about my country because I am very proud of where I am where I'm from and my culture so my way of making an impact is to show who I am where I'm from my culture everywhere I go not just in Trinidad but around the world yeah and you said you you talk and you play soca what is the the most unique thing about soca? What makes it different from all other genres of music? Soca, what makes soca different, in my opinion, is it's a genre that you feel. It's a genre that you just have to be present in a crowd to really experience the energy that it gives off. I don't think I've seen any other genre that gives off the energy that soca music does. Soca, it's addictive. It's yeah, it's yeah. something that could that I could listen to for hours in a party. It's something that gives you energy. It gives you that energy to just keep going, and it also unites people in a way that I haven't seen before. So soca music could be playing on people around you that you don't even know. You sort of feel a connection because of the yeah. music it's playing you know it's it's really hard to describe it's something that you really <laughs> have to feel for yourself and I really you know would like to see everybody people that haven't experienced soca music yet like I really would want them to you know I mean yes yeah. it's, it's home it's it's what my home sounds like and it's it's I can be more proud to have you know soca music to represent us yes that's really cool. Um, so, can you tell us how you came about with producing? I mean, from being a DJ to now producing. Well, I think it's a natural um, step for most DJs because when you're in the music industry, entertainment industry, having to experience different genres of music, there would be a, a, a spark of curiosity, you know, as to the process that goes into creating music and not just mixing it so I always had that curiosity also um having to work with 
producers and meeting producers and whatnot and seeing how they work just made me even more curious you know because I, I was like I find this so fascinating the idea of creating a beat building it from scratch and then turning it into a song I just always thought that um to me that was something that I wanted to get into so I started learning it was also a new field something to learn after having been a DJ for like so long you know there's always the question of what else or what more is there to do so I always wanted to get into production from like years now actually it's just um I didn't have the time back then so really and truly this pandemic kind of kick-started or gave me the chance to focus on production and really put time and effort into it and that's how that whole process came along so it's been like years in the making yeah um can you tell us about the long drive the long drive what started off as a mixtape turned into an entire mixtape series and now has become a self-produced uh, EP it's really come a long way um, <laughs> it's, it's, it's one of my favorite mixtape series um, I feel like a, a really personal connection to the music that I put into the mixtape series and that's why I really wanted to showcase um what I've learned as a producer and what I wanted to to show people, you know. I really thought the long drive would be the best representation for who I am. So that's how it, it got about to be in an EP because most of the um, mixtapes started with tracks that circle around the genre, which is new age. That's what the, the long drive EP genre is this new age which is basically like instrumentals that are supposed to put you in a specific mood whether it be in a, a happy mood a sad mood so that's why I am um, that's why I decided to go in that direction which is a completely different direction than to how I usually play in parties but it's also it's it's a different side of me so yeah. I really um felt like the best way to introduce myself as a producer would be through this long drive with eight tracks that I worked on. Um, it actually took like a month to basically do produce all the tracks. And it's really, really special to me. It's really some, something that's really personal and special to me that I couldn't wait to share with everybody. So. Yes. Yes. Um. How has your Caribbean upbringing impacted the person that you are today? Well, I was brought up in a middle-class, humble environment, and I think that's really helped me remain grounded and humble in my career. I also feel blessed growing up in the Caribbean. I feel like our culture and our way of upbringing makes us stand out a lot more. And the rest, it also makes me understand um, the ability of hard work and humility. And I'm able to use that in my career to my advantage so that I could become somebody, not just a, a DJ or public figure, but somebody that people could look up to. So, yes. yeah, I'm definitely proud to be from the Caribbean. 
we are like no other people in the world. <laughs> so I take yeah. pride in that. Tell us, like, one thing you love the most about Trinidad. Hmm. I can't even one. That's crazy. <laughs> uh, it comes down to... I can't name one. The people and the food. <laughs> because whenever I travel, I miss the food. And I miss hearing Trinis and, and just being around my people. Like, that I can yeah. never choose between the two. So the people and definitely the food. <laughs> yeah. So... Um, we know that Trinidad is on lockdown right now, mm-hmm. but if it opens back tomorrow, what is one food that you must have? Food. <laughs> a roti. A double. A <laughs> I could go on and on. I'll start a list. <laughs> yeah, yeah a roti. I've not done this in a really long time, and I, I could even for sure. Well, we know everybody is making doubles at home. Have you ventured into that as yet? No, I feel like there's some things that are sacred and you should <laughs> leave for the professionals. <laughs> and I am not the best cook. And I just feel like some things you, you should just you should just leave for these for the professionals. So I, I will have the patience. I'll have the patience for when <laughs> the place opens up and I could I could get um my doubles. Yeah. Um, so, being from Trinidad, of course, we know that carnival is a major thing. Can you tell us about your your experience um, DJing during carnival? Yes. Well, uh, I miss carnival so much. I would say that as a DJ during carnival is like a really, really huge time for DJs. Um, it's when... It's like a marathon, to be honest. It feels like a marathon. And it's yeah. possibly the only time I could be able to do so many gigs while lacking a lot of sleep. <laughs> yeah. I feel like I only get that energy around carnival time. Just thinking about doing it for the rest of the year, even though there's carnivals throughout the year, but Trinidad Carnival is, is a different kind of piece. It's something that I definitely have to prepare myself for mentally and physically, but it's like the adrenaline is so much during carnival. I'm able to handle all the gigs and the road and the juve and everything. It's yeah. really it's intense, but it's great though. It's a great feeling. It's like an exciting kind of feeling that like a high day. It can't just get down. like it can't come down from until Ash Wednesday. So that's yeah. that's how I, I yeah, that's how it really is for us. It's like a marathon. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And, yeah. And, you know, I have to ask this. Is two days enough? <sighs> <laughs> you see, I don't look at it as two days, you know. I look at it as two months because the pace really starts from, what, Boxing Day? And it, it goes until. So two days on the road, for me, it would be enough. I mean, yeah. I wouldn't mind another day. But two days after an intense two months, yeah, I would think is enough. <laughs> okay, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, 
So what has been like the most significant barrier um, in your life thus far? Barrier, I think I would have to say the pandemic. To me, that was my, I think that was the biggest barrier that happened. That literally made me have to go back to the drawing board and rethink a lot of things when it came to my career as a DJ. You know, it made me think a lot. I mean, it was mentally, it was really hard for me at first when we first went into the pandemic because it was like going from, you know, a lot of gigs and traveling and just planning ahead to being stopped dead in the tracks and having to rethink and having to deal with all all these gigs being cancelled and and just kind of put everything just got put on pause so that was like a huge huge mental block for me it was like wow I can't be a DJ right now and I don't know when things are gonna open back you know just the hope of things opening back was was kind of depressing to be honest so the pandemic was like a huge barrier in my career I would say so but I mean it it was also a learning experience and I was able to accomplish a lot of things despite being in a pandemic yeah um so can you tell us about um TikTok Charlotte (laughs) (laughs) TikTok Charlotte uh so it's really not that serious in my opinion. It's just my way of expressing myself on another platform in a different yeah. kind of way. This is like it's like fun, Charlotte. It's it's what it's what I would do for fun. I look at TikTok as something fun, something to express myself. I don't take it seriously at all. I just kinda <laughs> came up with these skits and I just wanted to post it, you know. People were shocked. They were they weren't expecting this side of Charlotte but I was literally like this is how I am <laughs> this is yes. how I am you know I'm not always glitz and glam and on stage and raw you know like you know I'm still I'm a person too and, and I have <laughs> I guess a funny side I don't know people seem to like it but, you know it's, it's literally <laughs> like you know I just feel like doing it so I, I made a page and I started posting TikToks and, and people laugh at it it's really all for laughs and enjoyment that that is all TikTok Charlotte is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. So, for what is your biggest inspiration and why? Hmm. I get inspired by so many things and so many people. I can't even narrow it down to one specific thing or person. I'm inspired by my fellow DJ counterparts, um, especially the older ones the ones that take the time to give me advice. So also um, a lot of female DJs as well. I mean, I was, when I was in university, the only female DJ at the time was Alicia the Duchess. So I looked up to her a lot. Um, I look up to other international female DJs. There's Vashti, um, even our local female um local DJs as well not just female DJs so Private Ryan Assassin Singh you know DJs that I grew up listening to when I was younger I look at I find inspiration from all of them I feel like 
everybody always has something to contribute, something that you could get, gain inspiration from. So, and not just DJs, to be honest, um, producers, you know, like Fashion Republic, Precision Production, System Biggie too. It's like a whole list of producers, DJs, artists, um, even people that, you know, run their own businesses and whatnot. I gain inspiration from a number of people. Yeah. Especially um, I mentioned this is Azami and Jules, definitely. Yeah. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. I, I follow Caesar's Army, so I know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, so when you began DJing at Bass, right? Did you ever imagine that you would be here to be being the successful DJ Charlotte that you are? Um, in that moment, probably not. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, that's the funny thing. You you really don't know where you'll where you'll be until you actually, you know, arrive there. So I, I didn't I didn't think that way. I thought this was something that I enjoyed, yes. Oh, please that's my brother watching football. <laughs> no problem. Oh gosh. And I told him I didn't do it. Okay. <laughs> He's watching football. <laughs> no anyway. problem. Yeah. Um yeah, I back then no, I just thought of it as something that I enjoy, something that you know I didn't think that I would blow up to to be the person who I am now. And I also think that there's so much more that I want to accomplish. So I look at it as, you know, I've I didn't come this far to only come this far. I think that wasn't always my mindset. You know, so any any time, any advancement that I had in my career, I would think to myself, you know, I didn't come this far to come this far. There's more. There's more. There's more. There's more. There's more. There's always going to be more. So I guess back then, that that would be my only thought process. Like, I'm here now, but I know that there's more that I want to do. There's more that I want to become. Yeah. Um. So yeah. I was given the opportunity to communicate with... um. Mr. Jules, and I know how cool he is. Would you like to share your experience with, like, how he inspired you? Because everybody knows him for Caesar's Army, the Fed, but I guess people mm. misread the fact. Jules is definitely a person that takes special interest in people that want more for themselves, that don't just want to create a brand but an empire. That's that's how he that's how he thinks. And yeah. he has built his own empire. So he looks at it as everyone as pillars. And each person, he likes to help each person create their own environment, their own empire and whatnot. He is very, very insightful um his way of thinking is truly special and truly different and i think for someone that is in such a high position you know in the entertainment industry he gives a lot of really really good advice to help you market yourself as a brand he always shows you what more you can become and tries to really bring out your full potential I'll always be grateful 
to him because he is one of the few promoters that really gave me a chance before other promoters um, heard about me and whatnot. He was really one of the first to give me a chance to showcase my talent. And not just in Trinidad, but around the world. You know, he gave me my first gig in New York and I was always great. I would always, whenever I finished, he would come up to me and he'd be like, you know, great job. You have a long way to go. Like, he always saw my potential before I saw it. So, Jules is definitely someone that I'm very, very extremely grateful for. Yeah, I could attest to that. Um, being like, you know, I want to enter the design field, mm-hmm. uh, fashion field, carnival more so. And Mr. Jules, I connected with him, and you know, he really he he looked at my designs, he looked at what I drew, and he really like told me, give me good advice. And it's not that you know he held back anything. So I really appreciate yes. that. His honesty, yeah. he's very honest, and he lets you know what what you probably may need to work on. He shows you things that you mightn't see. And, yes. you know, he's a very honest and really humble guy, you know? So. Yes. Um, so, Charlotte, we are wrapping up. Um, so, before we leave, just um, what what advice do you have for future design, sorry, future DJs? <laughs> DJs? Um, I would say stick to who you are. And don't try to don't try to become like the others. To me, it's it's a saturated industry. It's definitely not easy. Um, you're gonna probably doubt yourself a lot. I know I did. Especially to the to the younger female DJs, the those that are that definitely don't know how to get started or or what to do, or, or you know, they're not sure, or they're intimidated, they're scared. Like, it's all fine to feel those things, but being, you know, if you want to be a DJ, you have to learn to deal with the positives and the negatives as they come and look at it as part of your journey, part of your learning experience. So, I would say to the DJs, don't ever miss out on any opportunity use every single opportunity to be heard to shine and show who you really are all those nights that you spend djing in your room inside your house and and you're wondering ways when i gonna get my big break like this is this is your time to prepare yourself because at any point an opportunity can be presented to you and you have to be ready for it it's only in a few cases you might have a second chance but just be mindful of that you know everything has it it takes time everything takes time it's a it's a long process but focus on making yourself better focus on standing out from the rest try and educate yourself as much as possible with music you know try to understand music don't just try to buy a laptop and equipment and call yourself a DJ like this is something yeah. it's an art it's a craft it's something that takes time it takes lots and lots of practice but it pays off once you put in your work and you can't think of this wanting fame or, or money like those are the things that will come after 
if your main focus is fame and money, it won't come. That's yeah. that's the truth. You can't focus. You can't go into this just because you want to be popular. Because being popular, it's like thin air. It really doesn't feel like anything when it comes. When the popularity comes, and it will. The fame will come. The money will come. But it will go. And you'll yeah. be left feeling very empty. So I think as a DJ, put in the work. Put in put in the time, put in the effort, and it will show. You will get your opportunity manifested. Trust me. Trust the process. <laughs> That's as much yeah. advice I could give to the younger DJs. Yeah, um, so thank you very much, DJ Charlotte, for taking your time to spend with us. Um, as we wrap up, can you tell our listeners how they can connect with you or listen to um, The Long Drive or any of your other mixtapes? absolutely so you can follow me on instagram at dj charlotte you can also follow me on twitter at dj charlotte in both of my profiles or facebook as well at dj charlotte both of my profiles there are there's a link tree um if you click on that it will give you all the links to my long drive ep which is streaming right now on Spotify, Apple Music, iTunes, and YouTube. So you can click those links. You could also check out my mixtapes on SoundCloud. Just search DJ Charlotte and everything is there. So yeah. Yeah. And for those that would like to see funny side of Charlotte, can you tell us how we can connect with your TikTok also? Oh, yes. <laughs> so uh, my TikTok is at DJ Charlotte official. Uh, search me up. Have yeah. a good laugh. <laughs> Thank you again. And Thanks so much for having me. No problem. Same to you. Bye. Okay, bye. Hi, everyone, and thanks for listening to our podcast. If you liked our podcast, don't forget to like, share, and follow. We post our podcast bi-weekly on Spotify, Anchor, Google Podcasts, SoundCloud, Breaker, Pocket Cast, and Radio Public. Thanks for joining us. See you next time. Bye.